Hey, hey, this is Benny and Avery on Hollywood Highlights. Uh, if this is your first episode listening in, this is our podcast where we talk about movies we saw um, this past week and we discuss it. Um, yeah, in our own stupid opinions. Go get, get to Stupid. Very stupid. I don't think my opinions are stupid at all. I think well, my opinions are very educated. We have degrees in screenwriting. Our opinions aren't stupid, sir. All opinions are stupid. I mean, was, Why do you have a podcast? <laughs> if all opinions are stupid. Because if anyone else with a stupid opinion can have a podcast, so can I. Are you saying that I have a stupid opinion? <laughs> yeah. I don't like this. This is not a good way to start. I have a very I logical disagree. sense of opinion. <laughs> yeah. Maybe more than the average Joe, but not as more than other people that are stupid. Oh, yeah. There's always going to be somebody <laughs> smarter than you. Yeah. Some, you know. Therefore, everyone is stupid, right? No. Yeah. Because I'm not. <laughs> okay. Because the person smarter than me is really, really smart. Yeah. Well, they are. Yeah. Wherever they are. You got to be really, really smart to be smarter than me, baby. <laughs> okay. Because I'm up there. Are you now? I mean, I suck at most topics in life. When we talk about <laughs> film, I'm up there. That's your wheelhouse. I have that. I, I'm driving the boat. <laughs> I own the property. There's not many people that can hang with me. I work for a media company. And ain't nobody in that business building that can hang with me talking about film. They be like, whoa, you really like film? I'm like, yeah, just dusted your ass <laughs> coming at me. What up? <laughs> what? I like that. Okay, white boy. What up? <laughs> Happy Juneteenth, everybody. <laughs> Happy out. Juneteenth. This is coming out on Juneteenth. Oh, you're gonna have it edited by then? Yeah. You did do a really, really fast job in that last one. Yeah, that's what I have to do to make sure it comes out. I gotta, gotta, gotta keep that up when you start working again. Everybody bends out of work because of the strike. So if you're one of those writers in WGA. Get the fuck back to work. <laughs> like Give TikTok fuck. guys, come on. <laughs> yeah, you want more money. How much money y'all niggas make? They don't make that much, though. Ben. What? <laughs> they own houses in Los Angeles. Everyone in the film industry does. Exactly. Yeah. So everyone in the film industry makes a lot of money to own a house in Los Angeles. There's a lot of money. True. So there's at least a couple But they also dollars. have to like work other jobs because writing isn't as... What's the word? Writing isn't as... like lucrative as it may have no no no. it's not lucrative if you suck <laughs> right if you're great you ain't got working at the job so well same with like your agent if you have a bad agent too if you have a bad no no, no, no. your agent can only do as much as your talent can take them I you have a terrible agent but if you're a fucking rock star that terrible agent is gonna be making you millions of dollars because you make usually because all they do is negotiate the deals you got you get the deals but you suck you ain't get nothing <laughs> right but if you're great as an actor you can be somewhere off, 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 off Broadway in Tennessee somewhere, and they'll find you. Very Because you're great. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. Really, cool. Viola Davis was in Pasadena on public theater. She was doing public theater in Pasadena. She had left New York. She had come over here, tried to make it in the film industry, couldn't get a job. So she went to public theater in Pasadena, and she got discovered. Wow. Because if you're that good, she was like, people just found me. Because if you're that dude, if you can go. I mean, same with Eminem. He was. Oh, like, so you sitting here saying don't have it? <laughs> Come on now. Two of like a million. Don't people. play with me. Two of a million people. That's not much. Yeah, of a... because a million people that are trying to act suck at their job. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with sucking. Everyone sucks when they first start. Your first screenplay was terrible. No, my first screenplay was terrible. Yeah. My first screenplay I wrote at 14. It was god awful. I'm 23 now. I don't write sucky no more. I can be sleeping right. I'm pretty happy with these in the screenplay. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, but I've been doing it for nine years. Well, I'm, I'm 25, so I've been doing it for 11 years. Right. It took 11 years to get halfway decent. I have one movie that has 65,000 views. My last one has 60. Still a good script, though. Go watch. For the love of... <laughs> Go watch The Love That Kills, an April Story YouTube page. Phenomenal movie. I'm just going to cut it out. 
got to get that in there. You know this. You know I got to get the shameless plug. Oh, yeah, course. man. Everybody's talking about we need more money. If you suck, you shouldn't get more money. Go find another job. With that. I'm just Let's, saying. Yeah, now you make good points. You make good points. Cool. Um, so let's move on to the movies we saw. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, of not sucking. Yeah. There's some great writing. Yeah. So great we, writing. Well, this, not this as much as your first movie, though. Hmm? Your first movie is a classic. Mine? Yeah. Beetlejuice. Oh, yes. Of this. Yes. Yeah. Your first movie is a classic. <laughs> we talking about your actual first movie? <laughs> That's what I thought. Wasn't I in that? <laughs> yeah. It was not a classic. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, it's a classic in the world of Benny. Did you ever finish editing it? Which one? The yeah. one we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one like what you backed in a few of mine but the one with you yeah the one where you're the star the one about about the tell them i'm a star again and now i don't want anymore oh (laughs) you can't lift someone up on the pedestal and then tear down the pedestal you just put them on that's all gaslighting is why can't i gaslight you is this show called Gaslighting Avery? <laughs> no, this show is called Hollywood Highlights. Hey, it always has been Gaslighting Avery. God, Avery, don't you know that? Is that your is that your your uh, formula for success? <laughs> Piss Avery off, <laughs> and hopefully it's funny enough for people to, to log on and watch. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I like sounds like a pretty toxic environment, man. You don't done it. This is the arts. Like, we can do whatever, whatever we want. Hashtag Me Too. So the first movie I watched was Beetlejuice, which is a very well-known Dale. movie. <laughs> Me said Dale. Oh, my God. Uh, that's what, that was one of my notes, too. The music in this movie was great. Harry Belafonte. Um, Rest right. in peace. He just died. Really? Yeah, he just died. I feel like a couple oh, months ago. that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. That was like in February or March or something. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a movie directed by Tim Burton. Uh, this episode goes out to Harry Belafonte, Belafonte and his family, by the way. Um, cinematography by Thomas Ackerman. Bill budget was fifteen million. Box office was seventy four million. So that's yeah, that's a flop. That's like quadruple their their what they spent. Flop. <laughs> flop city right there. Um, so if you have not seen it, spoiler alert ahead. Um, this is about a, a couple that lives in a house in I want to say Connecticut or Pennsylvania, one of those places. Um, live up on a hill. As they're like coming coming back from going grocery shopping, um, they get into they get into an accident in their car and they drown in a like over a bridge they crash into it um they come back to the house realize they're they are dead um two months later this rich yuppie family moves in um and so now they're trying to scare them out they're trying to like find a way to get them out of their house because they're moving they're changing everything from like the aesthetic to like this really um ugly kind of modern art style house um they don't leave in fact they actually find them charming as ghosts um and so they they enlist this character named beetlejuice his name is spelled differently in the title compared to the movie, which is weird anyways, uh, but it's pronounced the same, Beetlejuice, with a G. Um, and so they enlist his help. Originally they don't, but then they call for him. So he appears um, through the TV and through the, like... No, it's not through the TV. He's in the diagram. Right. He's in that thing that they built. Right, the father has a diagram. The father has, like, this huge model town. It's a model town, and that's right. where he's, he's, he is. Yeah, and somehow he appears there and just knows that. Um, and they, they actually go to the underworld and they come back. Um, by that time, the family, the, mostly actually the daughter of the new family, knows who he is, who they are, like the ghosts. Like, she can see the ghosts. Um, but so, yeah, they try to scare them out, scare them out, the new family. But the new family finds them charming. They want to try and monopolize on that. They call it an equity, like a profit, and, and invest in this house, in this haunted house. Um, so Beetlejuice comes. He says, nope. He tries to scare them out. Um, but then Beetlejuice ends up being the actual bad guy. Um, antagonist in the movie, and everyone works together to kick his ass out of that house. The right. end. 
Because that's that, that's what the lady, when, when they went to the underworld the first time, she told him not to say his name. Right. She was like, no, he's actually a bad dude, which is why he's not anywhere. He's literally living in your town, like their little model town, because he can't go anywhere because he's messed up. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. And they did it anyway. They did it, yeah. I mean, I don't blame him, but he made a good he made a good argument when they first traveled down to that no, that's model a good diagram. Movie. Great movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. Um, so here's my biggest thought on it. The world is there. The world is beautifully built. The characters are here. They're very well designed. The music is, of course, there as well. Um, but the story just wasn't there for me. I get what like the mean? path they were going on. I, I like that the fact. I like that they tried to fake the antagonist. They did like a switch out of who the real antagonist is. Right. But if you think it's the people buying the house, but then it's not. Exactly. So it's really Beetlejuice, and they don't realize they don't show you that until maybe like halfway through, or maybe even longer. Um, but I just think, I it think it does take him a while to get in the movie. Yeah, it's like That's half my hour. Problem. Yeah. They, they had the story there. They could have gone slower. It, it, they, I think they rushed in the end because I think it's only like an hour and a half, which was the usual time for movies back then. Um, but I just think the story, they had more story to build. They had more story to build, more time that they should have just gone with it. And they should have just like, they should, they should, have, they should have really like taken their time with it because I think it felt rushed. You know, I, I can't say rushed because, I mean, I felt like obviously it's a classic movie. Yeah. It's it's a comedy. It's not trying to be something that is not like that movie is not trying to be anything but funny, quirky, and weird. It's like you're if you think of the '80s, you think of like Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, Beetlejuice is on that list. Like there's there's a there's a lot of great movies like Terminator, obviously too. But like that for that what they did taking Tim Burton's weird quirky style and and really letting him come into his own because this next movie was Batman, if I'm not mistaken. Like no, he I think really it was, um, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, I never seen that. It's a good movie. A lot of people say that, <laughs> but then I watch. I I see like a clip of it or something. I'm like, is it though? I think it is. I enjoyed I, it. I have to watch it. Well, I know you enjoyed it. Yeah. You, 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 I'm surprised you didn't thoroughly enjoy this. <laughs> this is definitely up your alley. But no, for what this movie is, it doesn't try to. Be, what I'm trying to say, it doesn't try to be anything, but what it is. Like it knows what it is. It's not That's... overly serious. It understands it's like a B movie type. That's true. Thing. It definitely knows what it is. Um, yeah. And that's good. Yeah. No, you're right. It, didn't it never try to be strays too much. from that. Yeah. So yeah, at the end, it might have. Uh, let's just wrap this up because yeah. they had the ability to do that. You're not gonna go like, oh, well, I waited an hour and a half for this conclusion. And this is all I get. Like, you know, that was funny. You know, they're dancing around the table and they grab their face and then they got the whole wedding thing. I felt like the wedding was dragged out a little bit. Like they really did the whole because the the wife was about to die. And she was they then they were turning into skeletons and then the daughter finally saved them, you know, that by saying the name again over and over again th- three times to get rid of Beetlejuice. Yeah. So I felt like that was that's not like that final scene has some some weight to it, but they definitely like made it tense. They made yeah. they add tension to it, but it just felt but not too, too much. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's there's a part, a moment halfway through the movie where Beetlejuice is in the house and he becomes like a banister and a snake. Um and then I forgot her name, the actress Gina Davis, I think. Um she says, Beetlejuice, 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 like three times really quick, he's gone. But then in the final scene, she says, Beetlejuice, he like put, then he turns her mouth into he like just, a ziplock. She can't say it again, yeah. She says it again, then he turns into like a, a, a padlock or whatever, and then, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It just felt, it felt like it, logically, I did not agree, but I know why they did what they did for that final uh, climactic scene in the movie. Somewhere Tim Burton will be listening to this, going like, <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I'm Tim, Tim fucking Burton. What are they talking And he has every right to make that claim. <laughs> yeah. A lot of directors that he cannot make that claim. Okay? Yeah. A lot of directors, Martin McDonough, who cannot make that claim. Okay? Denny Villanueva. You can't make that claim. <laughs> but Timmy, 
Timothy, that's not disrespecting my calling Timothy. Timothy, <laughs> Timothy Burton can make that claim. I will not argue. He says, I'm Tim fucking Burton. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. And I'll be like, all right, no, you're right. Anyways, so that's um, Beetlejuice. What else did you watch, Avery? I watched Pause for Drinking. <laughs> time after time. Not the Cindy Lauper song, which I'm disappointed was not in the movie. Yes. Time after time came out in 1979. It's directed by Nicholas Mayer. And it's it's such an interesting movie. It takes it takes place. The beginning of it takes place in eighteen. I want to say nineties London, and it's like it's about Jack the Ripper. And so in the beginning of the movie, this drunk prostitute stumbles out of this bar, and Jack the Ripper kills her. And then, he, but then Jack the Ripper it turns out to be like this highly you know um, sought after scientist, and goes to the house of H. G. Wells, who invents has invented a time machine. They find the gloves of H of Jack the Ripper, and they go to H.G. Wells' house, and then they realize that this, the guy, one of the scientists there, is Jack the Ripper. So the scientist obviously hops in the time machine and takes off, right? But the time machine has a couple of fail-safes on it. The H.G., obviously, in one of the opening scenes, walks everybody through the fail-safes of the time machine. So there's, like, this key that, without it, the time machine doesn't work. So you, if you take the key out the time machine and try to go in time, it will particleize you and you'll be lost in space somewhere and not the time machine. So the time machine needs the key to work. But there's also this switch, kind of like a, one of the gas pumps on the outside of the time machine, that if someone pulls that and they use the time machine, it will particleize the whole thing and you'll be lost in space. So those are the two setups, right? That obviously will come back in the end, okay? So they set this up. Jack Ripper takes off, finds him. And, but then the time machine comes back, Okay without Jack the Ripper. So H.G. Wells hops in it and goes to 1979 San Francisco, which, if I shouldn't have to explain this, but from 1890 London, 1979 San Francisco is completely different. But H.G., which they have a lot of funny antidotes about, but H.G. Wells in, in the 1800s is talking about a utopian society. He believes the future will be a utopian society where men and women are equal and working together and there's no violence, no cussing, no none of that. Obviously, when he gets to 1979 San Francisco... Which is like at the end of the Vietnam War, the women's revolution is coming. Women are in the workplace. Like there's a lot of this. Like the beginning of this, like the middle of the sexual revolution, which they they hint at because like a woman promiscuously dressing like follows her for like a block. So he's like, what the? F he's never seen that before. So there's a very a lot of funny, funny moments where things like he has no clue, like a, what a car is. Mm -hmm. And so the first time in the cab driver picks him up, he's like, he's trying to open the door of the car. He doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> You know, and things like that. And he's, like, following, like, a woman, how she calls for the taxi. So he does it the same way the female calls for the taxi. Like, sticks his leg out and, like, waves his hand in the air and things. Like, it really plays off of that very well. We're at a point where it doesn't get old. Because halfway through the movie, they get rid of that. And they just focus on the story. Mm -hmm. um, but he trying to track down. Obviously, he has to change his currency over from old English money to American money. But he's also trying to track down Jack the Ripper, who also he knows has to do the same thing. So he goes to multiple different banks. And he finally finds the one bank, and the teller at the one bank immediately falls in love with H.G. Wells and asks him out on a date. And he's from the 1800s. Like, that doesn't happen. So he's like, okay, like, what? <laughs> you just First, he, he asks for her male supervisor because he didn't think women should be in the workforce. And then when she finally convinces him, like, yeah, what do you have, what do you have against women? And so it, it definitely plays off of that. And it's funny how relevant that movie is even till today. So uh, he finds Jack the Ripper, chases him. Jack is hit by a car. They pronounce him dead in the hospital. And then a woman gets brutally murdered. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wait, he's not dead. Okay. Obviously, this takes place after the sex scene between him and the bank teller. You know, so now they're in love and da 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 
And so he has to find him and track him down. But what the movie is really interesting, really interesting about the movie is why Jack decides to stay. Because in the, one of the first scenes he first gets to San Francisco, he finds Jack, goes to his hotel, finds him, and they have a scene. And Jack sits him down on the bed. It's like an awkward scene, like, you're here to kill this. Do you hear to stop this dude and bring him back for justice? He just killed a bunch of people. He's Jack the fucking Ripper. And he's like, Jack's like, come and sit down on the bed next to me. I'm going to show you something on the TV. And what he shows him is the news and all of the murders that are happening in present day at that time in America. The aftermath of the Vietnam War. And Jack's like, you think the 1800s is your home. I'm home now. <laughs> and Jack says that. He's like, this is my home. These people are brutal. They're violent. And they have no pension for any empathy or anything. And like for a movie in 1979, to talk about 1979 like that and to still have it relevant today is really profound. I was watching like, wow. Like, you know, Jack the Ripper is home. Like Obviously, whoever wrote that was obviously thinking about, you know, what if a serial killer came to the present and saw all this murder? They'd probably love it. Like, we're all basically being a bunch of serial killers today. Yeah. And that that's, you know, that's what the movie really hits on. It's like the theme of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's opposite of which H.G. Wells obviously thought it was going to be a utopian society. And he turns out that he went further into the future and further into madness. It got worse. He's like, Jack even says in, the, in, in that scene, he goes, they went, you thought you went forward in time. No, you went backwards. <laughs> yeah. They went back. Yeah, and he's like, wow, and so HG is also fighting that, you know, and you know, in that logic of fact that he thought that he could help create a utopian society, but in the end, he does end up stopping HG uh, Jack by Jack kidnaps the love interest, obviously, right? HG gets arrested, and the police obviously don't believe him of who he is and why, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that he eventually escapes because they have to believe him because a woman that he said was going to get murdered got murdered, and they release him. They don't. Funny part is they didn't try to help him stop Jack. They just released him from jail, which was the funniest part. They were like, okay, you're free to go. The woman just got murdered. And he was like, okay. And then that was, then they cut to the next scene. And the police never helped him stop Jack. They were like, fuck this. Uh, donuts, anyone? <laughs> so then he gets to the museum. They do the trade-off for the woman. Jack is in time machine. And HG pulls the, the death switch and sends him into vaporizing. But they actually had an exhibit with H.G. Wells' time machine in it, and he kind of fixes it, and then him and the woman go back in time to 1800, which is actually funny, too, because the woman refused to go because she's like, I'm a modern-day woman. I can't go back to 1890. Right. But then her love for him got her in the time machine. She was like, I'll change my name to Susan B. Anthony, and then they went back in time. <laughs> you know, and so that's actually, you know, so that that's the movie. And for what it is, it's not like the best movie to come out in the 70s. Right. Obviously, we all know what that is. It's Star Wars. Um, so it's just, but it's, it's, it's up there. I, I didn't realize this movie existed until a couple of days ago, and I watched it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's, it's not like I was glued to the TV screen. Like, you know, I did some dishes, you know. <laughs> right. Cooked me some food. Had it on in the background. It's not a serious movie, but it's a good movie. Yeah, it's Quality worth, worth the time. It, it, it is worth a, a nice, I think it's only a, like two hours long. It, it's a nice movie. Nice. I could see that. That's very interesting for the time. I never would imagine would have imagined that in the seventies. No, and then for them to have it that way to really hit the nail on the head, like they're not sugarcoating shit. I mean, it's nineteen seventies; they don't sugarcoat nothing. <laughs> right. So they were like, everybody's on that, they're all snorting that stuff. <laughs> so they were just in there. Oh, and Jack the Ripper goes back to the present. <laughs> yes, this is great. Well, are you sure that we should put Jack the Ripper in a movie? Yes, <laughs> yes, we should. We need to hook that hook. That hook. That hook. We got it. <laughs> you know, and H.G. Wells obviously is an actual person. Really? Who did, yeah. Who did marry a woman with the same name as the lady they put in the movie. So I guess they're trying to say H.G. Wells was a time traveler. I don't know. Oh. Um, I guess that's a theory about H.G. Wells that he actually invented time travel. Oh. Yeah, which is why they couldn't find Jack the Ripper. They never found him, right? Because they say that he took the time machine 
And that oh, so they're trying to say that's of... that's the version of what happened to Jack the Ripper. Interesting. Yeah, that he came to um, San Francisco. Interesting. You that's imagine. Cool. That would be hysterical. That but, would be absolutely like what he terrifying. Because, I mean, it's true. But what he said, we are kind of reverting. Yeah, I know. He was like, yeah. they went back. I mean, it was so, in the way he said it, he was, like, happy about it. Mm. He was like, they went backwards. <laughs> this is great. Like, I'm home. I'm not going anywhere. Right. I'm going to acclimate myself to the environment. <laughs> <laughs> My God. And then kill more people. It's quite a, quite a, uh, quite a take. No, that was from very the 70s good. movies too, because that that's, hasn't changed. We are kind of still reverting. Yo, yeah. I mean, it was actually funny. We haven't had like a serial killer in a while, though. Like someone that like 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 the um. I'm not saying we should. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. I'm not saying. I'm not saying we should. <laughs> Let me start by saying, if anybody is listening, one of the seven people. Well, I hope you're not thinking. When they got inspired by Avery. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like, they in the 70s, they had a bunch of serial killers. They had, like, the um, um, Son of Sam Psycho. I didn't know this, but Psycho, even though this is the 60s and 50s, was based off of a book. It was based off of an actual person. Really? Yeah, someone did that shit. Like, wow. went to, like, their mother was abusive to them and said they were the only, only woman that will ever love them. And it was actually two brothers. And one brother was like, this chick's batshit crazy and left for the military. And the other brother stayed. And he went to graves and dug up people's bodies and skin them yeah also the silence of the lambs is based off this guy too and then he actually killed two women took them back skinned them and when the police finally busted in and found them there was like he was using people's skulls for bowls of soup and he had like skulls the police actually like threw up when they walked into the room because they had like you know like silence of the lambs people's skinless bodies hanging up blood dripping from them and he he would have been arrested but during the interrogation when the police lost their cool the guy who found them and beat the shit out of him. And so they had to throw the whole case out. Wow. Yeah, because he was like, he was so sick to his stomach that he couldn't control his anger anymore. This dude would do that. Because the guy was describing how he was in like psychotic states of like sleep when he was doing all this. Like he couldn't control himself. He said he dug up like 40 graves and like half of them he stopped halfway through and got up and walked off because he was like, what am I doing? But the other half, obviously, he couldn't control himself. And he was trying to recreate his mother and like walk around his mother's skin and shit. Like, no, that shit actually happened. I did not realize that. What's his name? Do you know? I forget his name. We'll just call him Norman Bates. <laughs> like or Buffalo Bill. Whichever one you want. But the, the book, Psycho, actually is about him. Wow. Um, yeah. So I didn't know Psycho was a book either. I thought he was just made up. Which is kind of disappointing when you find out that a movie you like is actually based off of a book. It's like, <laughs> oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> you know, but yeah. No, so we haven't had somebody that crazy. Like the Boston Strangler movie just came out. Like, we haven't had a Boston Strangler in a while. Again, not saying we should. I'm just saying we haven't. Right. Everybody's kind of like. Everyone's a little crazy to the point where we don't. There's not like a serial killer, and obviously like everyone has a phone nowadays, so it's hard to get a be a serial killer because like as soon as they you do something, bang, right, people are gonna catch you or on a security camera or something like that, right, which is a good, great thing. Yeah, well, yeah, we haven't had a case that like captivated the nation, like Jack the Ripper captivated London, like they couldn't find him, you know, they yeah. haven't had that. There are people like Dahmer too, and um, the other guy, the one that's a clown. Clown. Yeah, he was a clown. He talking was... about Sweet Tooth? You're talking about the new Twisted Metal series? What? That look. Do you see the preview for the Twisted Metal series? No. No, yeah, it's Twisted Metal. You, you know, you know, you know tw Twisted Metal. I'm thinking of Spiral Tap. No, it's Twisted Metal. No, Spiral no, Tap. Twisted Metal was a video game for Sony. And one of the main. It was just a bunch of. There's no story. It's a bunch of serial killers <laughs> that they put in cars. And they just said blow each other up, and that was the whole story. And whoever won the tournament like got the freedom or some shit. But then they always blew that person up, so nobody got the freedom. Like death race, but one of the main like the main guy everybody played as was a clown. Mm -hmm. Funny enough, it was a clown in an ice cream truck, which I don't never seen that before. His name was Sweet Tooth, and his hair was on fire. And they never explained why his 
his hair was literally fire. But they just made a TV show that's coming out on Netflix, and they just did the first trailer, and it's Anthony Mackie, who's obviously the Falcon, who's now Captain America, and um, Will Arnett is the voice of Sweet Tooth, mm-hmm. and actually the body is Samoa Joe, who's a very famous wrestler. Animated. No. No. No, 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 no. This is real. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is real. Um, and Anthony Mackie and um, Sweet Tooth are fighting in, like, a casino. Sweet Tooth's whipping his ass. He puts up against, like, a, a, a slot machine and starts singing Thong Song. She's got dumped like a dump. What? What? Bumped like a bump. And he's about to kill him, and Anthony Mackie starts, starts singing the Thong Song, and that would stop Sweet Tooth from killing him. They're just sitting there singing... She got a booty like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, it looks crazy. Like, it's like, what is happening? <laughs> right. But it's, like, so funny because that, that is, like, they made, like, three Twisted Metals. And wow. every time there was never a story. Mm. These niggas just blew each other up in the car. And, like, the funniest part was that some of these people's cars weren't even cars. Like, Axel just had two big-ass tires. And he put his hands and legs in two big-ass tires. And somehow was able to drive that shit and fire guns and missiles. It was crazy funny. Wow. But the most popular one was Sweet Tooth. Interesting. Which who was a clown, who was a serial killer. Okay. Which is why I do it on that big tangent. <laughs> okay, thank you for that. Okay. It's Hollywood, it's Hollywood, what is it, highlights? That's a highlight yeah, of Hollywood. That's, that's coming out. Yeah, it is. Twisted that's Metal. Coming out. Speaking of trailers, though, what's coming out? We just saw a trailer for, what's it called? Turismo. Yeah, as we were seeing our yeah. highlight, which you know. Speaking of it. video games, yeah. Gran Turismo. It's actually very uh, shocking that they made a video game about Gran Turismo. But the fact that it's a true story is like, okay, it didn't make it off the video game. It made it off a contest that actually is a good story. So I'm very excited for Gran Turismo. Yeah, so am I. That'll be cool. Cool. What yeah, else? Any, what any the trailers were, were was I excited for? Demeter. The, yes, the, the Voyage of the Lost Demeter. So they yeah. took a like a literally like a page out of the original Dracula book, and they made a movie out of it. Starring one of my favorite actors, Corey Hawkins, who's the, the African-American dude who comes on. The, he's like the main character. Mm-hmm. And another guy who was in Game of Thrones who played... Um, I forget his name, but he played like the um, Stannis Baratheon's like right hand man, mm-hmm. and yeah, this is basically like they're on this boat, but they're transporting. So I don't know if you'd ever, I don't know if anybody knows the Dracula, the Book of Dracula. The Book of Dracula is kind of like like The Witcher. It's a bunch of letters. That's the whole book, and so it's it's all written by the main character, who's like the Doctor. It's not even Dracula. It's written by the Doctor, who gets hired to go to Transylvania. Okay, he gets hired to go to Transylvania, but then Dracula hears about his wife. And Dracula comes for the wife, so Dracula goes to London to get the wife. But he goes in London called the Book of Demeter, and Demeter shows up, but there's no crew. And there's like a, it describes this, and this is funny, this is how the Wolfman was created. It describes his pet as a large dog-like creature, and the Wolfman is only in one line of Dracula. That's all they describe it as, is a wolf-like, a dog-like creature. And somehow, someone read that one line, got the Wolfman from that shit, (laughs) and created an entirely different character, who is Dracula's pet. And then now they took that one page of Dracula came over from the Demeter and no one knew what happened to the crew and they made an entire movie out of it. Wow. It's very interesting. That's amazing. No, that's very It looks really cool too. Yes. Good work, good work to them, whoever did. Yeah, I hope it's good. Yeah, same. Because the last couple Dracula movies. (laughs) Another movie I watched this week was called Idiocracy, which came out in 2006. So Idiocracy is a movie directed by Mike Judge, written by Mike Judge, and also, so I I have a feeling this is... um, a typo on Google, but it's also written by Ethan Cohen and Ethan Cohen. <laughs> so one of those is right. <laughs> one of those is wrong, I hope. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Either Ethan Cohen or Ethan Cohen. Whichever those must is been an early Ethan Cohen then, right? Must have been, yeah. 2006. So no, not really, actually. Old no. Country for, no Country for Old Men already came out. 
That was 2009, wasn't it? Was it that? 2007 or something. I thought that was like the 90s movie. I don't think so. It I think feels like a 90s movie. They did Raising Arizona before that. Never so seen it. That's Oh, that's a good movie. Never even heard of it. Really? Oh, that's no. a great movie. Never heard of this either. Yeah. Who's in this? So, who? Uh, that's a good question. Let's find out. It's like Hollywood stars and celebs. What do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. Let's find out. But the budget for this one... Oh, here we go. Luke Wilson and Maya Rudolph and Terry Crews. Those are the top three. Oh, young Luke Wilson, Maya Rudolph, and Terry Crews. Yeah, very. Oh, and Dax Shepard's in that. Yeah. You have no clue who Dax Shepard is. Not a clue. <laughs> I don't blame you. He was in... Be- um, but not Beatles. He was in Jeepers Creepers. Why does that sound familiar? It's a horror movie where Deeper Creepers would take people's eyes. He was one of the main people. Oh. I'm looking at his IMDb now. There's nothing on here that I recognize. You don't recognize Paw Patrol the movie? <laughs> Come on. Clearly, no. No, no. It's, over here, it's number 12 on this list, so it may not be the best. No. Anyways. Chips. <laughs> so, um, Idiocracy is a movie about a guy that he um, is doing an experiment for the, uh, the, what are they? The army. Like <laughs> they do, they're they're messing around with cryogenic freezing to like. Oh, like what happened to Walt Disney? Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> what clearly happened, one hundred percent, with Disney. <laughs> um, so that's that's kind of where it starts. It um, and the the argument of the movie is that people they make a I think it's kind of funny kind of intro of they show like the different of how society got. It's basically saying society gets dumber within the year 2,505. It's like five hundred years in the present from five hundred years from when the movie starts. Ah. Yeah. And so what they're saying is um, people that do reproduce are stupid and therefore their kids will keep getting dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber while the, kids, the people that are smarter are doing like um, uh, artificial nesting and stuff like that to have their kid and then they don't. So then the stupid stupid kids overrule and that society becomes a lot dumber than it is. Because stupid people have a knack getting laid. They do. Smart people do not have that. It doesn't come naturally to us smarties. No, they're too, they, they, they don't think as much. They don't overthink in their head. They just... Be. Exactly. Yeah. We just plow anything that moves. <laughs> That's kind of a big joke in the movie. Is it? Yeah, where like all the things they care about is their version of Gatorade, like a fake energy drink that's full of caffeine or sex. That's all that motivates these people. Where'd you TV. find this movie? What streaming service? People have told on? me about it. It's, it's good. It's on Hulu. Oh. It's on Hulu. And it's, it's Hulu has a lot of good stuff. They do. So it's it's definitely worth watching. Um, but it's stupid comedy with like nuggets of Nuggets of truth and um, wisdom. I'll give you. I can give you an example. They made. They make a very. A lot of the great jokes are that are very telling of the time and the time we are in now, especially, are kind of one off. Like they mentioned AOL, Time Warner, Taco Bell, the U.S. government, making the joke that U.S. government has been bought by Taco Bell by uh, Time Warner by AOL. Um, Taco Bell isn't even that popular of a chain because they've been bought out by AOL, Time Warner. They have in real life. No, I don't no, know. Well, then why? That's the joke within this movie that. They have been bought out. Everything's been bought out, and now it's just like two or three companies that own everything. Yeah, but not Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell's been bought out. No, 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 not in real life. Taco no. Bell is not a good friend. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the bottom of the barrel. And yet they still make money. Barely. I, I, I live right by one. I see people going there all the time. It's crazy. Ridiculous. Um, so that's, that's Eat what's... a salad. <laughs> <laughs> you edit that out, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> that shit's funny. That shit's fun. There's some big old women down there where you live. Where do you live? Filipino town? Yeah. They like tacos in Filipino town? I don't know. There ain't no tacos in the Philippines. No, they like burgers, though. So why are you going to Taco Bell? I don't know. 
People driving by the neighborhood they want to talk about, they go to Taco Bell. Yeah, but they like burgers, and why are they going to Taco Bell? Because they have to park their car and then walk over the street to get to the burger place and get back to their car. Taco Bell is drive through. There's no drive through Carl's Jr. in Philadelphia town. I don't have Carl's Jr. It's um. That's so weird. It's Timmy's, Tommy's, Tommy's. Oh, burgers. they don't have like a fast. Oh, I mean no. that's weird. You just make McDonald's on every corner. Yeah, right. Not luckily not near me. Well, anyway, yet. my point stands. Eat a fucking salad. <laughs> That's honestly that's one of the points of the movie too. Where fast food. is it really? Not, not, no, not people are eat a salad. Not that people, no, not that's that people like that. But that like fast food takes over the market so much so that one of the issues within the future is that um, what is it? That grass isn't growing because the, the people that have been watering the grass they end up turning water into uh, the energy drink, the fake Gatorade. So they've been spraying crops with that fake Gatorade. So people are stupid and they don't even eat greens so much so that they think that. Um, Energy, an energy drink will make plants grow. They don't even eat plants anymore in the future. Well, that's something that they didn't get right. Because I feel this is an interesting topic. We can talk about this. Right? We have time. <laughs> we have time. Okay. The fast food is, is losing its grip. It really is. I mean, people want to eat healthy. I feel like Americans really want to eat healthy. That's why you see a bunch of, like, simple truth and things like that. Even cleaning sprays now, method cleaner, all natural cleaners, they're becoming very popular. I well, think Americans really do want to eat and be healthy. Let's bring us back to 2006. Because that's when this came out. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we were on the precipice of no return. <laughs> yeah. Just a bunch of big old people walking around 2006. <laughs> just, just stuffing our faces. Yeah. I love me a Big Mac. <laughs> don't we lie. all? Don't we all? No, so yeah. I don't like the sauce. I can see that. I can't. Oh, okay. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> okay. It really is. Tell him, Avery. Tell him how I much will. you like. <laughs> okay. Go for a Big Mac right now. <laughs> Matter of fact, BRB. <laughs> but I have other things in the fridge. You know, I got healthier options in the fridge. Nice. Well, that's, yeah. So that's one of the things of the movie where it's, they talk about how it's energy drinks. Everyone's stupid. so much so that, like, even in the hospital, um, when you tell the hospital clerk what's going on, instead of, like, them having, like, a keyboard with, like, words and letters, they have, like, little buttons that show, like, headache or, like, stomach ache or, like, a question mark around the person's head. Mm. It's just, it's, it's, that's the point of the movie. People are getting dumber. Um, and we definitely saw that in 2006. I, I, Avery thinks it's getting better now, but I, I kind of disagree. No, 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 no. I think the fast food thing oh. got better. Right. People are idiots. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people. I talk to people. I, I think it's mainly. I was just thinking about this the other day. I think it's mainly that, that 30 to 40 range. The, the 30 to 50. I talk to these people. They're just grumpy. Don't nobody have a logical opinion about nothing. Everything's just like parroting. Yeah. They don't make anything original in Hollywood. I just watched three original movies in the past week. What the fuck are you talking about? You're not even looking. <laughs> yeah. You're not even looking. Yeah. But I will say, the people our age, because you know, me and you were in our mid-20s now, but there are people our age that I talk to them like talking to the end of a baboon. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? I had one dude I know a Caucasian man. He thought I was talking about Asian women. He thought I was talking about Asian people. Wow. Because Asians and Caucasian. That's just sad. dumb. That's so sad. Just the dumbest. Oh my god. I looked at him. Oh, just I can't remember laugh. <laughs> so you know, there's some people, and it's not a lot. It's very few people that actually have intelligent conversations with. That actually have a, a logical opinion, not the opinion of the mass media today. Just yeah. parroting everything. A parrot opinion is called that. You heard it here first. Parrot opinion. If I see that shit on social media, I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> Gotta trademark that. You got I'm I'm going right to there. Where's my phone? Mm-hmm. Think I'm playing. Patent office, head up, hit me up. Intellectual property alert. <laughs> um, so I think they got that right. What, what, okay. what did they say about technology? And the emojis they got right. They got emojis. emojis. I love them. Yeah, the person using the headache button. That's oh, yeah, yeah. 
I love me a good LOL emoji. The, the crying eye, I use that all the time. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, another thing about the movie that, that 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 is like super well done that they don't talk. That's the biggest issue with the movie, in my opinion, is that they make too much time trying to set the story. So the story of, of it is this guy is, comes back from the future, and he's then him and, and Maya Rudolph um, are like the smartest people on the planet because they their IQ is higher than everyone else in the twenty five hundred and five fifth year. Um, so then they find people find out that he's smart. The president, who, who's played by Terry Crews, calls him in to help them fix uh, their crop issue, which is which I said is that they're spraying this energy drink, Gatorade style thing, and onto plants. They're not growing. He says switch it to water. There's a whole thing. They don't believe him because it's been two days. Because they're stupid, they don't realize it takes time. Um, he goes to jail. Then he, then they bring it to like a gladiator world where there's a giant monster truck chasing him around in a stadium to kill him, um, and then. Maya Rudolph, or like the person that they meet, I forgot his name. I think that actually might be who Dax Shepard plays. Um, is he's uh, and then he comes back and he's shows them that the plants are growing because it's been like a week now or something, um, and he is saved. And then he goes back to his time, I think, or he, and he, I think he continues living there because why not? You're the smartest person. You're treated like a god. Um, so that's the story of the movie. Um, I think they spent too much time on that story when they could have spent made the story around something more philosophical within the world that they've built because they built it very well. So, like another example is that the TV show, like when the make the character that they meet, who I think is Dex Shepard, is watching TV. But it's kind of like how we have the internet now, where it's like the middle part is the show where the show is just like jackass, some guys getting kicked in the balls all the time and get, keeps falling on his crotch, and then around around it there are like there are like eight other ads that are like sparkling, shiny little like flashing lights like neon sign looking lights of advertisements around the actual tv show you know what i mean like, i do there's more ad space than there is of tv show in, in this world like they they do it so well because that is kind of what we're in right now we're that is not what there, there's no ads you watch streaming that you sometimes there's no ads you can pay for no ads i've been watching too much hulu then oh no hulu is <laughs> add up the wazoo yeah hulu be adding it up yeah that's why but, the only one not losing money but same with like uh news sources too they'll have like Ads on the sides, some mm-hmm. popping up on the bottom, on the on the right, on the top. It's insane. Hey, you gotta pay for the show. You know, I, I don't I don't blame them for paying for the show. Hmm? That's how they pay for the show with no, ads. Not, I don't know if it oh, may actually be real ads. True. Oh, you mean a Hulu? <laughs> yes, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about. I thought we were on the same page on that one. <laughs> I really thought page. we were on the same page. Um, yeah, you're right. That is how they pay for it, which I admire because a lot of others they're losing money and not don't know how to capitalize on this. Not at all. No. But I like how you went through this whole movie and not once acknowledged that Dak Shepard was actually in the movie. <laughs> you kept saying, "I think that's the character he plays." I we think talk, it's Dak Shepard. We talked about it in the beginning when I brought. Yeah, up. Yeah, you saw he was in the movie, but you kept saying, "I think." Because I, I think Shepard. that's who he played. I don't know if that's who he played. I don't know his face by heart. You just saw his face. Yeah, but he looked different. Okay. <laughs> he looks different. Anyways, yeah, it is him, probably. <laughs> See? You won't acknowledge that he's in the movie or not. <laughs> I think there's like a grudge against Dak Shepard. I think you just don't like him. And you're like, he's probably not in the movie. I don't know. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right not to like certain actors. <laughs> it's him, totally, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my biggest critique of the movie. It could have been so well done if they focused more on the... The, um, the theme of it? Is that what you're saying? Or on like the philosophical what they're trying to get at rather than this right, the theme rather than this goofy story. Rather, okay. Yeah. So you want them to not focus on a story? Yes. I want them to or make the story around this world rather than this one story of how plants are not growing. Mm-hmm. He fixes it and then he he's it's all better. You know what I mean? I, I get what you're trying to say, but I, I think this type of movie 
is this, uh, not disagree. I haven't seen it. I never even seen a preview for this. I never heard of this movie. I didn't know this movie existed until five minutes ago. <laughs> but it sounds like you want them to go away from um, first act, second act, third act kind of plot points. No, I and... just want the story to be different. <laughs> 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 so you didn't like the movie. Then. I like the movie. <laughs> no, you didn't like the movie. Like so if you're all. leaving the story going, that story sucks. <laughs> I think they should change the story. <laughs> then you didn't like the movie. I think what happened is they they built this world. They found this story in it that was very goofy, very like of its time. And then they jump. Then they just like built a world around. They should have built the story around the world rather than the world around the story because the story isn't there for me you feel like they should focus on another part of that world that they yes built, instead of the plants not re- growing they should have resurfaced once they built their world they should have taken a step back and then looked at the world they had and then built the story around the world i feel like they built the world around the story 100 yes. yeah yeah probably how it went probably pitched it like okay so we got this this energy drink that's going to water grass because that's not even that's like a, a last third of the movie it's not even in it for the fir- first two half first two thirds <laughs> first two thirds he's like trying to figure out maybe first third or so he's their first 15 <laughs> is them explaining how the world got to this place then it's the first half hour is him it took 15 minutes to set up their world that's uh, longer yeah. than the lord of the rings <laughs> yeah it's it's tight what's the name of this movie uh idiocracy and you thought a movie named idiocracy was gonna have a good story <laughs> yeah i was hoping you were hoping. yeah because i was told it has that hope work out for you <laughs> not too good <laughs> hey i still enjoyed myself it's still a good movie that's great yeah, it has a lot to say about society. Um, but what happened is they spent, like, the first half of him, he goes to jail because he, everyone has, like, a Holocaust-looking, like, tattoo on their wrist. That's how mm, everyone is, is. Like Hitman. Yeah. You know exactly. Hitman? Yeah, the guy, the bald The barcode. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, that's cool. Um, but exactly like that. And, I'm, yeah, uh, he doesn't have one because he wasn't born in that world. So he ends up going to jail. Since he's smarter, he says, oh, I'm actually supposed to get, get out today. And they just let him out because they're just, everyone else is stupid over in that world. Um, so... It's more around him, like, navigating this world, and then he finds out about the water issue because... And then that becomes the main part of the story. And you're like, wait a minute, you just got away from what you were actually setting up. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And now you're focusing on this as one thing that's not even that funny. Exactly. And I think it could have been... There were so many, as I said, so many jokes into it that are, like, really philosophically smart that they... But not the actual story itself. That's interesting. Yeah. It's a good movie. Check it out. I will not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> cool. Um, cool. That's all I have to say. So that's funny because we actually talked about two time travel movies in a movie where people come back from the dead. And that leads perfectly <laughs> yeah. into The Flash. Yeah. Take it away, Avery. You're the setup guy. No, I can't explain as well as you can. I, we've watched the same movie, but, did, but I, I will do, to do my best. Do your best. So this. Oh, I'm excited now. <laughs> this, this, this movie is the first movie that The Flash is actually the star of. And this is based off of the comic book Flashpoint Paradox, which also has an animated movie on HBO Max. Well, now it's just called Max. And basically, so the Flash can go faster than the speed of light. In doing so, he can now traverse, which is called, uh, what do they call it in the movie? Because I forget the name that they actually called it in the movie. They called I don't it, either. like, yeah, well, it's supposed to be called the Flashpoint. But he can go into this, this world where he can now see multiple different universes. And he's trying to go back in time to save his mother from dying. So his mother dies because his dad left to get a can of tomato soup that she forgot at the store. And somebody comes in when the dad leaves, thought the house was empty, seeing his mom in the kitchen, grabbed the knife, stabbed her, killed her. That's how his mom died. And they blamed his dad for it. So Bruce Wayne is trying to help um, Ezra Miller's character, Barry Allen, free his dad by kind of decrypting the spotty footage of the security camera. 
But unfortunately, his dad doesn't look up in the security cameras. They don't have any evidence. So Barry's like, okay, I got to go back in time. Bruce obviously tells him that's a stupid idea, but he does it anyway. And the thing I didn't really like about the opening of the movie was that that huge sequence with the with the Gotham general thing. It's like So the movie opens and like there's like a Barry wants a sandwich because he obviously he needs a lot of metabolism um, calories to run and all that stuff. And then the, the uh, Bruce is trying to stop Falcone's son from stealing like this massive chemical that can destroy the world from Gotham General. It's like a 10 minute sequence and Barry saves all these babies that got thrown out of the window when the building started collapsing, which is funny. But at the same time, it's like, uh, let's get to the story because it's like this takes a long time to get from the Starbucks to, I don't know if it's actual Starbucks, but from the coffee shop to General, follow Bruce onto the bridge, save all them babies. That was like a five-minute sequence of him saving the babies. Yeah. And then getting to, and then Wonder Woman shows up, saves the day, and then then we start the movie. I don't know why we needed Wonder Woman in the movie. I get Batman because in the movie we do go back and like change Batman through history, which we'll explain as we get into it. Right. And Batman is like the employer of Barry Allen. Like he's like the boss of the Justice League. So that makes sense. Right. Wonder Woman just popping in. Even Alex, who was a friend of ours, I went. She was. He was like, she just pops in. She's the same thing as Shazam. She just popped up, and it was like, where were you when things were bad? <laughs> yeah. Like she comes in at the end when everything's cool. She just she saved that, that shit in Shazam me. too. Yeah, she just comes in to save the day. But yeah. she wasn't even there when we were actually fighting. Like, and Shazam's like a huge dragon that's just flying around the city, and she's just like, oh wait, till they figure this out. It's like <laughs> what? It's like. Like, okay, like we're getting Barry could have needed you to save the babies. Yeah. Like he's over there, he hadn't eaten nothing all day, trying to microwave a hot pocket, trying to save these babies. <laughs> you just sitting there chilling. Like, I wonder what I'm having for dinner tonight. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's stupid. But Barry decides he's gonna go back in time, um, because he goes back to his childhood home, kind of relives the memory, and starts running so fast that he can traverse and goes back in time. So he goes back in time. But what he doesn't understand is when he goes back in time, he goes back to a new universe. He doesn't go back. Time's not linear. Which is actually funny that for a long time, people thought time was linear. And now Hollywood's trying to tell people that it's not. When Hollywood was the one that came up with the freaking <laughs> timeline, the time only, time arrow marches one way, like Bojack, right? And now they're like, no, time can be so many different things. Yeah. Right? It's not linear. It's actually not even, they actually make fun of Avengers Endgame in this when they say, like, you don't just create an alternate branch yeah. when you go back in time. You create multiple branches that all overlap each other. That was and a great stab. That was a great stab. And some intersect, and they, they have uh, impossible. Um, I want to say impossible uh, intersections, basically. I think that's what he calls them, impossible in intersections, that inevitable intersections that have to happen within each timeline, like Batman having an Alfred. Like, it has to happen within each timeline, right? So Barry thinks he's the only Barry until he sees 18-year-old Barry wandering in, who is a punk that is just stupid, needs his mom to do his laundry, kind of floundering through school, going through life, right? So Barry's frustrated about other Barry being I my Archer fans just are gonna love other jealous. Barry because you know the other Barry reference in Archer. No. Alright, so there's a there's an Android in Barry who become who has like a split personality and he calls him Other Barry. There's a there's an Android in Archer whose name is Barry and he has a split personality and Other Barry is like evil. <laughs> okay. He's like, You wanna kill him, Other Barry? Yes I do, Other Barry. And he talks <laughs> himself like that. Anyway, so Other Barry is an idiot. But this is the day that Flash gets his power. So Flash is to take him to the place that he doesn't work at, the hospital he doesn't work at, the lab, yeah. to get him his powers. And I don't want to spoil the rest of it. I want everybody to go see it because it is a really, really, really good movie. But in this world that he's now created, he has to try to traverse and try to get back home. But he doesn't have his powers. His powers take away from him. So, yeah, that's the flashpoint. And, of course, Zod comes to Earth and there's no Superman, which is in the trailers. I feel like the trailers spoiled a lot of good moments. 
The trailers oh. definitely spoiled a lot of good moments for this movie. Mm. A lot of good reveals. There was when they were seeing all the different Supermans and Flashes. That was cool. They didn't spoil that, but they definitely spoiled like the reveal of Batman. I would have kept a little more hush. Mm-hmm. Um, but in their defense, there is the last reveal of who Batman is at the end of the movie. They change. He doesn't go back to the present Batman. So there's it, another Batman. I'm not gonna spoil who it's it not, is. It sounded like a. It's a wrapped. It's not a neatly wrapped bow at the end of this movie. No, it's not. Yeah. Which is to be expected. Open. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the Flash. It's a great movie, very well written. Uh, a lot of heartstrings are getting pulled in this movie. I was like, Ben was emotionally moved to tears. Very, almost like at the end, it was. It was I was really like, very close. Directed by Andy Muschietti, I butchered that last name. <laughs> who did Mama, which everybody knows the horror movie Mama, starring Je- Jessica Chastain, and he did It Chapter One, It Chapter Two, mm-hmm. and he's been waiting for this movie for four years. Yeah, he's been. Really waiting for this to come out. And uh, so good he's for been him. like, I need a job. <laughs> like, can we release this already? He's hopefully getting paid during post. Hopefully. Not if it's only making $60 million open a weekend. <laughs> he owes True. them money. Yeah. Right. I wonder if he produced it. Probably had some, Probably. some stake. Yeah. It's a great movie. Definitely check it out before um, anyone, anyone else spoils, spoils it because it's it's very well written, very uh, beautiful. Um but what I like, I'm not going to spoil it, but what I really like is they did the same thing in Spider-Man across the, across the Spider-Verse in terms of the story. Uh, That's what you liked about it? Yeah, one of the things. I, I didn't see any familiarity in, in stories there. Yeah, Explain. With the, um, um, okay, so spoiler alert for, I guess, uh, sp- across the universe is when they said, oh, you can't save, what's his face? You can't save your uncle. You can't save both your uncle or the police department guy. One of them has to die. And that's kind of what they did at the end of this one. No, he's, he's, he's trying to save his dad. In Spider-Verse. They, they were telling him you can't right. save your dad. Right. You either let your dad die or your entire world is going to die. Right. That's what happened to Miguel. I thought it was Uncle. Uncle Ben. For most of the other ones, it was Uncle Ben. But Miles Morales doesn't have an Uncle Ben. Right. His Uncle Aaron's already dead. Right. And so that's, yeah, that's, it was his dad as the police guy that was going to get crushed by it, the car. Yeah. But they called in this movie as like an in, inevitable interception. Yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. An intersection. That, something intersection. that has to happen or your reality collapses. Yeah. And that's the point where they reached at the end of the Flash, where they kept going back in time trying to fix it, trying to fix it, trying to fix it. Yeah. And they re- he realized, oh, we they have to. This has to be how it is. Yeah. And but unlike Spider Verse, it has to be that way. Spider Verse is the whole thing is like, okay, we're, it doesn't have to. I can do both. Mm-hmm. And that's we're gonna we got to see if he can. Yeah, we'll beyond see in the next, third one. <sighs> it's like they wrote it that way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Such a cliffhanger. What a shocker. I will see you in 2024. Yeah, right. You better not push. 20, not even. It's going to be like 25 or 26. Animation takes a while. No, they're already, they should be already done. You should be already done. <laughs> Don't start releasing parts and not be finishing the other parts. She ain't Avatar. You ain't creating the fucking wheel here. Like, no, you better be ready to go. Ty, you push this movie back like six months. Right. I'm not doing that no more. I'm not, holding, <laughs> no, I'm not giving them credit for that. You better be ready to go. You hear that Marvel? DreamWorks. Better, not a Marvel. You know, oh, you're right. It's yeah, Sony, Sony Animation. Sony yeah, pick it up. Sony. Yeah, you better be paying some overtime. <laughs> yeah. Fucking want this movie out. When you said it was going to be out. <laughs> yeah. Because they just pushed the Avatar movie back like a year. Yeah, 2025 for that. I yeah. Think. Yeah. James, and it was funny in the article, it was like, James Cameron, who's 69 and will be 72. They're trying to kill James Cameron. <laughs> Trying to put him in the grave. They're aging him immediately. Yeah, trying to say he ain't gonna make it to the last avatar. That's wrong, Hollywood reporter. That's messed up. Killing Jimmy. Don't kill Jimmy. Jimmy. James. Nickname for James is Jimmy. Why not Jamie? It's not a nickname for James. Yeah, it is. Jimmy is no. Jimmy no, it is, is not. Jim. Jim is short for Jimmy is short for Jim. James can also because James you know Jim Carrey's real name is James. 
Really? Yeah. I did not His own name is James. And everybody calls him Jim, because Jim is short for James. Don't ask why and shit. I don't know. <laughs> but that is. I feel like James Carey and Jay Carey are so much better than Jim Carey, though. Jay Carey is not. Yeah, it is. It is terrible. Jay Carey. That don't even flow. <laughs> yes, it does. Jay Carey. Jay Carey. Starring Jay Carey. No, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's terrible. That's great. Jim is best. Jim is Jim Carey has a flow to it. James is a little long. Jim, even though it's only five letters. But no, Jim is best. It's still one syllable, James. Yeah, but it's... Two extra letters in the word of Jim. Oh no, two extra letters. Jim just works better, which is why he chose it. I just you watch him on on In Living Color, which is the show that made him famous. Right. Uh, they, they his name and title of credit is James. Really? Yeah, but if you watch him when he comes as movie star, it's Jim. Think you think it's his talent? Mm -mm. It's the name. Right. That's right. Jim Carrey. <laughs> okay. That's a movie star. James Carrey. He's in TV at best. I disagree. You can't disagree. That shit happened. That's like a fact. Like, they changed his name so that he would become a movie star. There wasn't no other way to do it. Like that, you can't disagree with what happened. I did. I'm trying to go back in time and change. Yeah, I don't see you running. I don't see you running. No, no, no. The weird ass run that the fell. Yeah, why does he run like that? <laughs> yeah. But I like how they made a joke out of it because when he lost his powers, he was doing that run. Yeah. And then he wasn't going nowhere. No, he wasn't. That's how did, that pissed me off. How did they get out of the lab? When he lost his powers and he was doing that run and he realized he didn't have his... And then they cut to them out of the lab when the whole sequence was them trying to get out of the lab but he couldn't phase. How'd he get out of the lab? They kinda, just cut. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Did he, he didn't phase. The other guy. The, the other guy one. didn't phase. No. And they just cut. Right. And they were out of the lab. I was like, wait, what? Right. I guess they assumed that they, assumed that they will get out. They just cut time. No! I'm not giving <laughs> you the benefit of that doubt. That's such a silly thing, too, because there was another point where, like, when they were getting into the building where, oh, there's a guard there. we got to wait for him to leave. And then he says, oh, he's going to the bathroom. And he just goes off. Yeah, he just goes off. So stupid. What's the point of that at all? Just cut that out. Honestly. It's like, <laughs> this is okay. Just looking at the movie now. <laughs> <laughs> Might be as great as we're getting it in the beginning. <laughs> no, it honestly is a great movie. So the story's there. The characters are there. I felt like Supergirl should have been in it longer. Yeah. Car. She's not Supergirl. She's Car. Yeah. I felt like, because they really hyped her up. And she was really only in it for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And she got an ass kicked. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she didn't really do much. I like the buildup of her, like, getting the sunlight. We see her, like, her malnourished hand. Yeah. And it starts growing. And then we look away from her and she comes back in fighting. Yeah. yeah. And then she comes back to help them when she realizes she can't beat them alone. Yeah. And she gets bare. You know, okay, now we're spoiling and all of that. <laughs> this <has> been spoiled. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty much going through it now. <laughs> Spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> you should go see it, you know? Definitely go Spoiler see it. Spoiler alert or not, it is one of the biggest releases We haven't said what year. happened at the end yet, so hey, no. there's still, still, still a reason not. to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And don't stay for the end credit scene. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. look, look, look that shit up on YouTube. I don't want to spoil it, but it's not even worth it. You're going to do an end credit scene. It has to... Uh, ben, uh, you, can't, you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm paying my fist against my hand. Right. It has to move the story. What, Ben? Forward. <laughs> so you knew what I was going to say. You said opposite on purpose. You knew what I was going to say. You said opposite on purpose. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's a no. That's a strike one for you. You got two more, bitch. You got two more. Move the story forward. Don't give me something. Someone just a drunk fool falling into a pool. I don't want to see that. Right. You wanted to make me laugh, Ben. You know what you had? You, you had two and a half hours to make me laugh. Mm -hmm. Don't do it now. Right. We had two and a half hours where I was open to laughing at stupid jokes. They progressed it enough to let us know what the next one will be about, which is him rebuilding the the Justice League in this new world he's in. 
but not they didn't like say that. They just kind of like they they assumed we would. You get got that. that from that end credit scene. Yeah. Okay. You yeah, got a lot more guy. out of it than I did. <laughs> a lot more out of that. What can I say? I guess I'm just more. You, you are. All right, let's not get crazy. <laughs> now that was insulting. You gonna come into my apartment? And sit in my lounge chair. I'm sitting in this uncomfortable ass computer chair that you gave me. Yeah. That I had to brush with a vacuum on a cat hair on this shit. When you brought it, you br- how you gonna give somebody a gift and that shit be covered in cat hair? Hey, it's a gift. Accept the gift. And, you and that's the problem. Thank you. And that's the problem right there. Is it? Yeah, you gonna yeah. give somebody a gift and not make sure the gift is in presentable. Yeah, that's just that's just so free, disrespectful. Free chair, I, disrespectful. I no, you. Ben. Yes, it's not agree. a free chair. You <laughs> asked if I wanted the chair, and you knew the chair <laughs> was covered in cat hair, and no disclaimer. What if I was deathly allergic to cat? You did not. Yeah, no, don't did. sit here and say you just <laughs> did because I know you didn't. I probably did. I like to think I did. Don't sit here and say you probably did. I know I did. Pro- I think. Oh, now you know. <laughs> it went from I didn't to I did to I probably did to I know I did. You all to over I the know place. I know I did to I think I did. Uh huh. I think I <laughs> can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. You're a little <laughs> internet good, ain't you? You just chugging uphill. What better way is there to be? What can I say? Maybe smartly remembering <laughs> while why you're chugging up the hill in the That's first no place. That's no fun though. I like the mystery. <laughs> Sometimes I just go on a path and I figure out where it goes halfway through. I'm That's like, great. But know why you're going on the path. You don't have to know the destination, but you got to know why I'm on this path. I feel like you are just chugging along. And you're like, why am I doing this? It's a nice rock. Usually I will know when I start, but then halfway through I'll forget. And I'm like, you know what? I'm already Do you go through. back to the... <laughs> no. Then lose all that progress? No, I'm going to keep going. Clearly the progress didn't matter if you don't know why you're doing it. Clearly, whatever the intention was, is not that important because you clearly forgot I got, it. I got to build up my ego. I got to keep that. Thing I going. agree. Yeah. Ain't nobody a bigger advocate for egos than this guy. I 100% agree. But my ego has a purpose. That's it. <laughs> it does. Mine doesn't. That's a problem. <laughs> that is a problem. I disagree. There's no. There doesn't How need can to be you a disagree purpose. with that? There doesn't need to be a purpose. purpose? No. Mr. Art Films are the way. When I the- met this man in college, he wouldn't even watch a flash <laughs> because there was no point to the movie. There has to be a story. I like real life. Did I say now? That? Yes. <laughs> now he's like, oh, I'll blow that shit up. <laughs> Now you don't want a purpose. Now you got to find a balance. Okay? There is no purpose. Because in life, there is no purpose at all. There is a purpose. No. To get to the afterworld. We've discussed this. <laughs> We've discussed this at length. Something until called I, religion. Until I see Do you proof. remember this? Proof. You need to see proof. The I man see died on a cross so that we can have an eternal salvation. Did he, give, did he bring pictures, photographs of... of oh, 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 you want pictures. Him dying on a cross ain't good enough. The dove coming down and earth. blessing him. That is of him on earth. What oh, about oh, heaven? Oh, You're oh, saying oh, you want to build for this afterlife that we haven't seen oh, yet. Oh, so we he just died for nothing. Yeah. He died for nothing. For all we know. He's just that stupid. For all we that know. That man rose somebody from the dead and then died on a cross in the most brutal way possible because yeah. there's no afterlife. So You're many, an idiot. Millions of people died in the face of, of religion since the beginning of time. Yes. They, they, and, people... and you know what they call them? What? They call them martyrs. Dude, they... they don't just call them, oh, this person died. No, he's a martyr because he died for a cause. It's all right to die for a cause. You can't just go around dying for nothing. <laughs> that's what we all do. And that's why everybody's so bitter today. Because they're like, oh, and life is stupid. Only people no look at it that way. It. Everyone's looking at it. It's so no. fucking weird. There's a beauty, there is... There's a beauty in, the, in the nothingness. There's a beauty. That's what, what's it called? That's what Everything Everywhere All at Once was about. The, the... Don't, don't, don't <laughs> start with that movie. Don't eat you dare. 
come into my apartment, sit in my chair, and try to justify the beauty of the hot dog fingers in the scene with the rocks and the texting. I don't even want to know. That case is closed. Show over. No, I'm bringing it up. The main kid, the main antagonist is talking about how nothing matters, and then the mother tells her that they both have the same outlook of nothing matters, but we are here, so let's enjoy this, is what the mother is saying. And the daughter is saying, no, nothing matters, so what's the, matter, what's the point of it all? And so that's exactly what I was saying. I forgot why I was saying that, though. And that's the problem. I'm just, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> what? You forget why, you, why you're doing things. <laughs> Nonetheless, you, it's a good point. It's not. Yes, it is. It's actually not, because the point of that movie is about a mother-daughter relationship. It's not about nothing matters. It's that the mother is frustrated with her husband because he's too much of a jokester to take the business that's failing seriously, and her daughter is too much of a hipster to want to inherit the business and try to take it forward. It has nothing to do with the existentialism of life, which is why I got pissed at everybody who bought into the bullshit of that movie. You know, the subtextual version of it is saying that... There is no subtextual version of a movie. We're not reading anything. You're watching a movie. The antagonist literally says nothing matters. That's her whole point. What you give me is what I take away from the movie. What you put on that screen. No sub. I'm not reading it. I don't pay you $18 to read in this shit. You better spell that shit out, ABCD. <laughs> I ain't. <laughs> read got me subtextually reading shit. Like, my, my, my degree is in, isn't in screenwriting. I didn't, I didn't go should, with the Did you not learn that? Did you not learn did, subtext? Did, no, I learned subtext in dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, for the writer in the studio. Yeah. But for the audience, they don't need sub. No, I'm not going to put subtext in the audience. If a movie is smart enough, the audience will get it, and they did. No. Yeah. <laughs> there once was a man named Mr. Steven Spielberg who has never used subtext. Mm -hmm. and I'm that sure man, did. And that man... No, you know why he never used subtext, Ben? Because his stories were good enough. You know why his stories were good enough, Ben? Because all his stories were adapted from books. You know why his stories were adapted from books? Because books make good movies. Because he can't write. I'm sure the books, I'm sure there's some kind of... Because he can't write. <laughs> I'm sure there's some subtextual version. How dare you sit in my chair? This is the third time in ten minutes I'm saying this. You have, you have touted this movie... You have disrespected people caring about other people in society. Yep. And now you disrespect Mr. Steven Spielberg Correct. in the same episode. Indubitably. Don't you start using big words I don't understand the meaning of. It means yes. It's more fancy. Then why didn't you just say yes? <laughs> I'm trying to and be... that's the problem. You don't even know why you just said yes. I said because you... I'm trying to find smart, be smart. Why? Because. Why? I don't know. You told you to be smart for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Not not try to educate somebody. Not trying to be smart. To I just I educated smarter. you. I told you what no, the but word that, meant. that wasn't. The, you yeah. said you didn't know why you were trying to do it though. So now what? you just you just <laughs> inadvertently tried to educate me. You didn't. That wasn't your reasoning. You see what I'm saying? There's a reason. It has to have a reason to everything that you do. It has to be a reason. No, but doesn't. Because. Because. <laughs> Doing things without reasoning is the is the very definition of insanity. It's like you're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. You don't even know the That's result. That's two different concepts. You don't even know the result at this point. It's not two different concepts. It's the same concept. You're doing things without know the knowing what the end result's going to be. I know what the end result's going to be. Why I'm going to live my life happily. I'm going to die. And end of story. But what if the point is not the end of the story? Because I don't want to... Until I see evidence why of heaven and hell. How much more do you need to see? Look on the side. It's 100 million planets out there. Only one of them grew trees. It's a lot of evidence for What me. do you mean? Only one of them grew trees. You think that should happen on purpose? Think that should happen on accident? No. It was there's a so many purpose. different types of trees out there. Yeah, but there's only 100 million different planets. And only one of them was able to grow life. That is not an accident. <laughs> there's no way that's an accident. Okay. And there's 100 million days that you could have been born. And you were born on the day that you were born. September 21st, right? Mm-hmm. 
I'm not gonna say the year because I don't want nobody to get your information. <laughs> but yeah, you were born on that specific day. You, my black ass could have been born back in 1800. I could have been a slave. I could have been anything. But I was placed here at this particular point in time to do something. There's a purpose to that. There's a purpose. There's a reason why Joan of Arc was placed back where she was placed. Some hey, people was placed back where they, they were placed. So many people say that though. So many people have a purpose and then they whatever their dream is doesn't work out and then they find up well maybe what they maybe what you think is your dream shouldn't be your dream god only opens the door he doesn't tell you to walk through it well actually no he does tell you you don't have to you don't have to he opens the door he doesn't tell you he yeah he does he speaks no one ever said he speaks english <laughs> he definitely speaks i heard him All he right. speaks you say so said so then the the earth shook and god spoke it doesn't say god spoke english it just <laughs> says god spoke it could be different languages and the fact that Moses was able to interpret what God was saying. That what, what, what was it? Um, um, Joseph was able to interpret what, what God was saying. Cult people. I was just. I just watched not maybe like a month ago. I watched that documentary on the um, the cult that was in like Texas in like the 1990s or something. Oh, Waco. Yeah, Waco. I think it was them or like another one in Texas. Um, but that's exactly what that's the big one. He people said people said he was he was like harboring guns and stuff like that. And there was a big shootout. I don't know if that was Waco. Waco no, that was Waco. They was brought Waco. tanks to the to the yeah, building. You know, that shit was, that was crazy. It. Yeah, that was insane. They were trying to get him out because he was like he said the exact same thing. So did the guy. I watched that. Have you seen that um, documentary on on um, HBO Max or Max on um, Keith Raniere? No, no. It, it was like like a cult in like two, early two thousands from like. Early, late 1990 to late 2000s when it lasted. Um, what was her name? Allison. Allison Mack was in it. Allison Mack was a part of the cult. Like you know the girl from. Um, mm. She's from um, what was that TV show? Smallville. She was the blonde-haired girl in Smallville. Never seen it. Oh, it's a good, it's a decent show. I heard it was good. Yeah, but she was like in the cult. There were a lot of like, a lot of people in the cult, especially Hollywood actresses. Um, but all of them, all those like big cult people, say that God spoke to me and this is what He's saying. Who's to say that's just their own fucking crazy mind going going rampant and thinking maybe they do think it, maybe they don't, they, they know they don't, who knows, but that's what people say. And I don't, I don't believe it until I hear it and I haven't heard it. I think you have. And I, think yeah. you, I, don't, I still think you know. And that's fine because, you know, if you're not ready for the next step, if you're not ready, God won't, maybe God has spoken to you and maybe you haven't heard it. It's all about being, you have to be open to it. It's all about being open to it. Now, I'm, I'm not going to be defending any cultist that walks around planet Earth, <laughs> but I know that, that God didn't invent cults. It's just not his thing. Like, he was just like, they, when, he, when he told the Israelites they were going to be his people, he, first, first of all, he flooded the world because people were, he literally said this to Jonah. He was like, I'm going to flood the world because men are fucking their daughters. Like, he was like, the men are having sex with their daughters. That's not what I intended. Mm-hmm. Like, you create something and it, it starts going off. You can't, again, God can speak to you, but God's not going to force you to do anything. You can interpret that any way that you want. And if you're a cultist like John Smith, he could have interpreted that a completely different way than what people, the guy invented, what's the religion? Um, Mormonism is John Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have interpreted that any different way, and God might be set up in heaven. Like, I did not tell you to do that. <laughs> that was not the point of what I said. Right. My God. Like, <laughs> like, like, they you took that and went with it, didn't you? But like, <laughs> that's very possible. Right. You know, so because the human being has freedom of will, they have freedom of choice. And, you know, you can use that to your disadvantage, you can use that to your advantage, you can use it to manipulate people, you can use it for all things. But if you choose to do it for good, then you could change the world. You really can. Martin Luther King Jr. is a perfect example of that. Um, Gandhi is a perfect example of that. Harry Tubman is a perfect example of that. It's messed up as it sounds. The Founding Fathers are perfect examples of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I know a lot of African Americans are groaning right now, but it's true. Uh, they literally changed the world, and I wouldn't say for the worse, even though I do love a good king. I was just talking to this, uh, the girl I'm dating, and she, she's from France. She was like, they got, we got rid of our king. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, you know how much more you shit you can get done with one person just in charge? a lot like we can't get nothing done in america we got 100 people just debating about everything can you imagine if biden was king 
and he had a council of people just to advise him. You can get a lot of shit done. We love the dictatorship here on Hollywood Highlights. Uh, <laughs> it's not dictator. No one said dictatorship. There were plenty of kings and queens that weren't dictators. Kings will always become dictators because they go. Not every king feet. became a dictator. No, there was there was there, there now there's a chosen few that did become dictators. But there's most, uh, I would say most. I wouldn't say most. I would not say most kings become dictators. And I know we have to wrap this up. But if you if you again if it's how you handle the situation if you have a council of people that you trust and are telling you things and you're taking their advice into consideration and doing what you believe is best for your people that you are ruling then there's nothing wrong with that now if you you think is best for your people is killing a bunch of people that are trying to help you then that's you know that's obviously that's I, I'm not there. I don't know the situation. <laughs> That's what you think is best. <laughs> it's time, time for your head to go back. in a basket. It's time for your head to go in a basket. And that happens several times. But ultimately, I feel like if you have the best intentions for your people, there are good there are good kings out there. Maybe. There are. For, good, uh, good kings and queens out there that were trying to do what was best for their people. I don't know about that. And maybe other intentions in politics got involved and the head ended up in a basket. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is what it is. But, it, I mean, the fact that, go, go read there are, there are good people out there. That were in positions of monarchies. Maybe, yeah. And like Cleopatra, throughout, throughout, actually, Cleopatra is actually one of them. Cleopatra actually did what was best for her people at all times. Right. It's I like think, she married two Greek men for, to keep Africa wealthy. Like she did all of that, and then that's why she didn't have no children with them, Mark Antony and Julius Caesar, because she was just doing it for the wealth. Like she was doing it for peace. Mm. Like she wasn't, you know, there are people out there. There was, definitely are. Like throughout the time of history, that a lot of them have done what's good for. I guess it, in my mind, I'm like thinking like, when you when you drive. You're driving on the highway. The only thing you remember is the asshole that cut you off, rather than the good people that let you in. You know what exactly. I mean? That's what I'm thinking. And I'm and thinking and, and it's ones. and there's no problem because everything that we're that we're shown is always been about like dictators, people turning bad. The Dark Knight has one of the greatest lines probably in movie history. It's like you either die a hero, or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And every mm-hmm. person that has lived long enough has seen themselves become the villain. And it's like, yeah, no, if you don't, if you're not careful, if Donald Trump, as funny as it sounds, as messed up as it sounds, he would have died 10 years ago, not wishing death on anybody. He would have died one of the best businessmen to ever live. No one would even be talking about him as the devil in X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, that man did, my God, for business, ridiculous. But he lived long enough to see himself become the villain. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Dark Knight is one of the most philosophical. You want to see a philosophical movie. You haven't watched Dark Knight. That is like the <laughs> quintessential philosophical movie. Um, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Great movie. No one can disagree. There's not one person that sat and watched Dark Knight and went like, oh, this sucks. It's not one person. <laughs> yeah. Though I did meet somebody who hates Avatar. Really? Yeah. You know, bitter old person. <laughs> right. It's like, that movie sucked. And I was like. The new one, the old, the old one? Both. Both. He didn't even go see the new one, but he was just like, <laughs> oh, they both suck. And I was like. I definitely think it's overhyped. It was good. It was like, was it great though? I thought for what it was, it was great. And right. for what it is, it's a movie using completely new technology, trying to tell a story of this family and this world and literal world building it's in one, one movie. Yeah. Instead of trying to take three movies to get one ring to one fucking mountain. <laughs> right. But we'll see what they do next because they're going to the sky. Yeah. The sky people. <laughs> cool. We'll see where they go with that. Or the fire, I think it is, isn't it? Oh, is it fire people now? I think it's fire. People control fire? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. If, if James lives long enough, they're killing them all. <laughs> 72. They're killing them all. <laughs> He'll be 76 by the time the last one's released. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> putting him in the grave. <laughs> they got that timer on. They got I'm, the obituary type. I know. Ready. <laughs> they're ready to go. I'm sure James is sitting there like, listen, y'all might be right. <laughs> this movie is stressing me out. <laughs> yeah. I can't, can't even imagine. I, I can imagine James right now sipping a bunch of tea. <laughs> I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> yeah, for real. And it took his time. He he knows what he's doing. Well, thank you for joining us on Hollywood Highlights with Avery. This was Avery a fun episode. This was a fun episode. We get to a lot of topics today. Um. So yeah. Uh. 
I'm gonna try a new thing in the in the um, this, there's like chapters. So I'm gonna try and like put that ahead so you know if you're trying to like skip a movie that you want to see so that you don't hear the spoilers for that. See that somewhere in the comments as well as um, what movies we spoil and what we don't. I think we spoil all of them. Skip ahead. <laughs> Sit there for two hours and learn. <laughs> some good knowledge we didn't drop. You skip ahead. You skip in the knowledge. That's true. We we dropped some nuggets. Mostly nuggets we've seen in movies that were everything. <laughs> I didn't job. I dropped the whole damn thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was spitting. My man was preaching. Hot fire. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my kids to be hearing that. Now it's going to stay in. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, um, you can find me on Benny B. Siegel. You're welcome. Films. <laughs> Benny B. Phil Siegel. <laughs> what is it again? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> stuff on Instagram. I post photos and film stuff there. Avery, you said your thing, but say it again. Say your piece. Avery World Stories. We have Instagram, uh, but if you really want to stay in touch with the podcast and the YouTube page, yeah, subscribe, like, listen, and once again, learn. Hell yeah. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>